0: I'm not hearing music. Oh, well if, I can. If that's what you punch. Gotcha. No, I didn't punch. Oh.
1: I just hit record. <laughs> it's, it's just too good. I've got to let it I've got to let it keep going. Let oh. it Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw.
0: (laughs) And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia.
1: We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way.
0: Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today, got a couple things going on. One, we're going electric.
1: We're going e-bikes.
0: Can in post? Can you put like a robot voice on there? We're going. We're going electric.
1: <laughs> Anyways. electric. <laughs> Ooh, I know how we should read our credits already. We we've done. Robot I think we've
0: before. done robot voice
1: before. Yeah but, yeah, but have we done electric robot? Or oh. is it just implied?
0: Oh, I think. Well, I mean, well, it depends. <laughs> there there are there are wind up robots. Steampunk. robot. Yeah, yeah. Steam steampunk and. Right. There is supposedly like an, an "quote unquote" android in the medieval times that could play chess. Oh, turns okay. out it was actually just a little person inside of metal. Like,
2: oh, that's,
1: that's like, right. They did that, the, right. yeah. Did you guys hear about the the uh, it, they taught like chickens to play blackjack or something like that? No, and it was like some. They just basically, I think, like somebody was like in the box or like showing them a certain light so they just trained them to like respond to like a certain <laughs> stimulus that, oh, that, you, that you didn't know it's kind, uh, kind of uh, so yeah.
3: not that smart
1: yeah well smart human still not as smart <laughs> nah, <Yeah>. uh, still
0: <laughs> still not a smart chicken we're also going to talk about regrets oh bike regrets <laughs> <laughs> oh okay
1: <laughs> sounds good yeah
0: uh we have patrick right. mocking with us today patrick how's it going Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're
1: welcome. Thanks for Thanks being for here, Patrick. Me. Was last time we saw you, Lads 500? Yeah. That was it. Well, I
3: was, Wait, was it? Uh, I was on after that. I, I thought you I were in the studio. was on after that. It was uh, when Brock was here. That's right. Oh, okay.
1: Sweet. So it hasn't, I was like, oh, we almost, it was almost a year, but thankfully not Not quite a year. That's good.
3: I'm kind of excited about Guppy, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good news! I'm here. I, 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 you know, uh, a while back, I was somebody asked me about um, shipping a set of tires to Spokane because okay. they want to buy my tires. And then I, so I Google on YouTube it's like, how to fold fold up tires, and your your video showed up. <laughs> Are you teaching people how to do the the? Taco fold and whatever.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the figure eight. And figure eight. Yeah. It's funny. That's yeah.
3: not the
0: first time someone has said that though. Was oh, it? really? Is yeah. it your only
1: video? It's kind of the only one that people watch. <laughs> <laughs> and with enough yeah, frequency else... that it
0: comes up if you search for how to, how to ship a tire. Apparently. Well,
1: not to brag, but it is the first result on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my only video with more than 10 views. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what are the other videos?
1: what what
3: are the other videos Oh,
1: let's see so it's tricky because like so i filmed that and it's interesting if you watch the video you'll see um when the credits roll and then the intro rolls it rolls for pinchflatfortune.com uh which is a website which now redirects to pedaldream.com which is a website that one of these years i'll get around to putting more bike touring content on <laughs> um hopefully actually, shoot hopefully in april um the yeah i was going through like kind of a uh Like transitional period, if you will. I had started pinch flat fortune. What's that?
3: (laughs) An (laughs) employee.
1: Yeah, that. But also, like the I had started that website um, with a person who I was with at the time, and so I felt like in addition to the break, the clean break was also like making the website not kind of that joint venture anymore. Um, So I had that video up on the channel, and I think that's like the only one I kept up on the channel. There used to be a couple others, but. Yeah, it it was my first video uh, that was like me making it, like entirely instead of like the 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 pair of us that it was before. So um, it turned out to be pretty useful, as it turned out, or or I've been thankful that it has been. Um, But yeah, people like comment on that like once every six months or eight months, and I love it because like I usually try to reply like the same day I get it, and then (laughs) I I'm it's like the whole internet thing. Like you know, people can be pretty salty, and like I don't know, it's it's hard when you put even something like that you you put your like mind baby out into the world and it turns out like it's not that i have a thin skin it's just that if people like give me shit i'll give them shit back about it so if they oh you fight back i don't fight back like usually the comments are like too long or something like that too long i think if i put out if i put out like a bunch of videos i wouldn't (laughs) give a fuck but because i only have one video i'm usually like great Go make your own video. If it's too long, why don't you make the video you want to see? Um,
2: Be the video. So maybe you I want am thin to see it in, in, in that
1: world. way. But like, it's two minutes and ten seconds. Like, come on. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or, Wait, or who complains that.
0: about two minutes and ten seconds?
1: Well, because the first twelve seconds is intro, and and nobody's got time for that oh, these days. I see. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> that is that is my least favorite thing about recipes on the internet. Actually. I know. <laughs>
1: But that that That's, is like... It is
0: a totally different thing. But. It,
1: but it's also kind of, it is a victim of its own, like, th- so one of the reasons that those have gotten so long is that uh, because of how search engine optimization works, the longer you can do your intros, the better ranking you're going to get against other recipe sites. No, So it's almost really? as a metric of trying to get the best... Um, favorism within google's algorithm that recipe intros have just grown and grown and grown i have i have like recipe bookmarks and um usually i'll try to like bookmark an anchor that's like part way down the page where the actual recipe is oh because i'll like find a new recipe and i just like scroll 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 okay um great here's like half a page of photos of food and like it's. I I think it's nice when people explain like and give context to the recipe I think that especially because cooking is like so cultural and it's like so near and dear to like the person that is putting it out there it's good to have that context
0: a certain recipe is definitely like something like you don't you don't necessarily publish it unless you've been trying it and testing it yeah yeah yeah. so it does become a very personal thing very much I, I totally get that
1: that being said,
0: I don't need to read an essay exactly <laughs> every time I want to look up how to make a thing.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, I I don't know. I like the I like the fact that people still comment on a YouTube video that's eight years old. Yeah, uh, it it gives me like warm fuzzies, and uh, people still comment on the bike touring the upright versus recumbent uh, blog post. That's like, oh, that that blog post that like, okay comes up. Yeah, that that's the other ones. Like, I've got i don't know i don't have a lot of comments but i have a lot of comments on one thread and i love it that people will like chime in and they'll be like oh i tried this or i tried this and um so Hugh, who was actually the author of that post um i'll like ping him over to him and he'll answer in so i just oh. love like I, I think about like the internet i think about like things that have gotten um better over the years and i think about things that have gotten worse and, and like maybe it's just because i see it so often i think that generally things have gotten a little bit worse uh but the better is like still being able to comment on a thread somewhere and like having the author reply to you, and you're just like, oh, sweet! Like I, the from the world is
0: six years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. it's like this is still like, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's what I like about it. It's, it's <laughs> that it's that like little uh, smidgens of community that one can still find on the big wide world web. Yeah, re- remember when
0: box. remember when we used to call it that, the World Wide Web, the World Wide Web, the World Wide Web.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, you going on the web? What's that? The world, brother. Okay. That's before me. That's before you. <laughs> That's
0: what those three Ws mean, Patrick. Well, you I know mean... that. Nobody <laughs> saying
1: that. So, so, the question uh, it, it, was that video helpful to you, Patrick?
3: Well, I end up not shipping it.
1: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> it was too much, too expensive.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that can be a big thing.
3: But I kind of, I, I like to know, you know, if if I'm, uh, if I'm paying somebody or end up doing it myself. I want to know uh, how, how the process uh, works and, uh, and um, you know, at least I can make a determination if, uh, if I'm going to do it myself or not.
1: Yeah, totally. I had that um, sort of instance today. I was uh, trying to get a quote to do, like, a, a faceplate on a record player that I found on Craigslist this summer. And it's one of those okay. projects that you're like, sweet, I got a great deal. And then, like, everything's broken. So like similar to yep. those tires, like yep. I looked at these old like restoration videos and I'm like, can I do this myself? And they yeah. like show you what parts will kill you if you touch it and it's plugged in like, <laughs> okay, good. I'll stay away from yeah. those. Um, so I'm like in the final stretch of getting that finished and um, they quoted out at like $125 and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to pay that much, but I could like borrow a Dremel and I could like buy the bit and I could do that for 30 and, like, an hour and a half of my time, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go that route
3: instead. Yeah, and then you end up with a tool that you may or may not use later.
1: Yeah, it's true. I think, <laughs> in my case, the... But
3: at least you have it.
1: I have it. <laughs> and... Well, that's where... So, I was I was at the hardware store, and Dremels were more than I feel like spending, given that I'm going to be in New Zealand for a good part of next year. Um, but at the same time... Wait, I, you're leaving? Uh, yeah, I'll be headed out for some amount of time in uh, June, so... I'll be, I'll be in New Zealand, Audition but I'll, I'll, be, I'll be swinging back. Next I'm, week. I'm pretty sure I'll be swinging back. i week. <laughs> <laughs> auditions, <laughs> not next week. Actually, yeah. auditions are starting well, right now.
0: How are you doing, Patrick? <laughs> I was just... You feeling was, all right? Mm, yes.
1: I was just thinking like, oh, this Dremel, like, I really want to finish this project because, like, it, I have too many projects and not enough time. And I was like, this Dremel, it could be like a month of storage. Right of rent. So do I need? Do I like really want a cool faceplate for a record player, or do I want like another month of storage? <laughs> um, you you might
3: be able to go to the tool library.
1: Exactly, yeah. and that's that's what I remembered as I was I standing there in the love, aisle. Love,
0: love the tool library. I've used it exactly one time in the almost ten years that I've been in Portland, but just the fact that that thing exists. And I'm sure there's other cities that have this, but just the fact that it exists is amazing to me, and I oh, yeah. I will support it up and down.
3: Yeah, and, especially people like you know, people like me living in an apartment. I don't have I don't have a lot exactly, of space. Mm,
2: exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: You well, can't you can't always store even something simple as like a shovel. You know. Yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. This can be cumbersome if you, all you've got is like you know 800 square feet.
1: Yeah. Do you use the one up in Northeast?
3: Uh, in North Portland. Oh, North Portland, okay. One by the, um, I think it used to be a fire station okay. or something. Okay. Gotcha. It's on Kilpatrick.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah, I think that I know, is... I know, I love oh, that name.
3: I was going to <laughs> say, I bet you get a kick out of that.
1: Well, I'm going to go visit those folks this week because I've got a project I want to finish. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but it's great to have you here, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Before we get into e-bikes and folding e-bikes... uh. We should we should catch up. How was your week, Aaron?
0: Oh, it was all right. I'm all right. Still transiting and and bumming rides. Um, I can't remember. Oh, you can't ride a bike now. I can't ride. Oh, yes. Just this last Tuesday, I got I got the bummer of the news.
1: Okay, yeah, I didn't want to text because I feel like, I felt like you would tell us if it was positive. Uh, so I just assumed that it wasn't positive.
0: It, it was it was not good news. Okay, was, I was Sorry. really bummed out. All at that that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'll try not to relive it too much, but I was really bummed out last week. We don't have to re-traumatize if if you uh, don't want to. The good news, the good part is the the clavicle is lining up much better than um, he expected. Okay. The bad news is the gap isn't closing. Oh, okay. Um, But we're still not going to do surgery. And my fear is, I think, well, is it ever really too late? I guess, you know, Mm. you just go in with some... With a screwdriver and some and a metal plate, right? Just go to just, the uh, tool yeah, tool yeah. Right, I'll just go to the tool library yeah. if this doesn't work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure they have something that'll work.
0: Cut me some titanium sheeting and and some nuts and bolts, and just you know, just drive it right in. Boom! Um, that's punk yeah, rock. Yeah. So the the gap isn't closing. That's <laughs> yes, that's punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> DIY, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so it's another month off the bike, and oh, shit. another month not driving.
1: oh no, yeah. well, another month getting to know that and learn the nuances of Portland's transit system, you
0: know, and the more I use it, the more I appreciate it.
1: Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you last week, but I had forgotten, especially with one arm um and somewhat lesser ability to push, how was your experience on the new buses getting off the back
0: door? the back doors,
1: yeah. Because um, that that was a thing for me when I tried it. The well, other with week. the
0: older with the older buses, I've always had a hard time, even with two arms. Oh, okay. Um, I found the newer buses are easier. Really? Yes. Oh, they, okay. They have this motor or something mm-hmm. that responds to that pushing motion, and so mm. I just give it a good like jerk in, and then it opens on its own. Okay. Uh, with the older buses, I've always found like I kind of had to push them open
1: interesting i was the other way when i took one really so like it, maybe i just had the timing wrong but it you uh, i gave it the good old push like uh-huh. i gave on the old models and it didn't go oh and then i think maybe i was because it shows like you're supposed to put your hands or it's on like put your hands here space yeah well i, and I was like maybe it's capacitive either. or like i'm missing something here and then she's just like okay you can do it and i was yeah, like oh good i, I got out
0: i <laughs> think that there's a release the Let driver has yeah. to has to like push oh, for the back okay. door to open because i've I've known this yeah. for a long time like there's been people who couldn't open it and then will often yell back door up to the driver
1: oh okay gotcha i figured it was just me uh, <laughs> no good, not good necessarily
0: i mean i don't know if it's not just you i have been but it's not necessarily just you
1: okay fair <laughs> enough i've been meaning to get uh i i almost used all of my um passes on that i had on the trimet app I was, I was down. Get to, them down while you can. Well, it's, you're, it's done now. Oh, that's right. It was right, December yeah. 31st. Yep. Uh, so TriMet oh, got, no. got, got $10 off me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they can use it. Um, So I have to go get uh, like a hop card now. So that's yes. like my next, my next step in, in um, transiting.
2: You don't have
3: a hop
1: card? I don't because I had the app. So I just like, I haven't ridden the bus that much this year. Uh, You know, since like January. So you January, preloaded I it. Over. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I just put, you know, I, can't even remember some some amount of money that i'm like i will not have to think about this for yeah. a little while um a
3: hot pass great you don't have to think okay
1: Oop. yeah well and it's at a lot of stores around too so i yeah, yeah i just need to like drop into a hardware store and grab it or something like no,
3: that well you can
0: put it on your phone
1: you can put the hot pass on your phone yes uh, oh my.
0: really you don't have the you
1: don't See, have
3: the physical card no
1: mind blown oh. my mind is blown but what if you what if,
3: what if your phone dies <laughs> wait unless i'm missing something i've always
1: had
0: it on my phone yeah if your phone dies then it, that's when the card is i guess advantageous well, but
1: i had uh for the old trimet app there were times when i would suddenly like lose signal like at the bus stop there's this one bus stop that was kind of like a, oh, yeah. a signal dark zone yeah
3: what if you don't have surface
1: well it, and they were nice and they're like well let you on. With hop okay Oh really? Well, yeah, because the the if it doesn't have cell signal, it won't like then register. The animation
0: won't move, and you then can, they'll be can't like, can't "Oh, not." You can't turn the pass not, on, yeah, uh,
1: you know, because otherwise you could just like, I, don't, I guess like have an infinite pass or yeah. something like that. So, mm. well, that that's bygone so days. So when it came
3: out, I, I asked the question. I'm like, okay, so you have hot pass, but if I go to another part of the country, can I use it? Is it is it, is it like cannot. nationwide? Mm. And yeah, it's not. You, you cannot. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a missed opportunity. Well, I wonder
1: if there's an app for that. <laughs> it's like the open exchange no, for hop passes. That, in Hong
3: Honestly, Kong, in Hong we, Kong, the octopus, you know, is it, yeah. like everything. You, you can even buy lunch with it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, the octopus. It's called the octopus. because it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. It's got its tentacles and everything. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, now, now I'm saying it.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, um, you can buy lunch. You can buy, you know, taxi, minibus yeah. It's like it's everywhere.
0: But I mean, Hong Kong, it. Yes. geographically speaking. Yes. Topologically? Geographically speaking. Much smaller don't know. than the United States. Like, it's much Absolutely. easier to to put an infrastructure in
3: But like these that. are different that, companies. That goes, you know, these bus mm. companies are right, right. different. Taxi, you're talking about taxi, you're talking about minibus. Right. Talking about restaurants.
1: Is it like they, it just made, like, from where it started, did it just at at some point make sense to just have, instead of, like, everybody having, like, 80 different systems or something like that. It sounded like it eventually made more sense to just kind of standardize uh, on one system so that it's just kind of easier for everybody.
3: Yeah, it's easier. And my mom has one that linked to her uh, bank account. So it auto-fill. And then they used to have one that you can buy a watch and the watch has the sensor in it. So you just beep the watch and you don't have to carry a picture card. I
0: wonder if you can get a hop card on your smartwatch
1: feel like you yes, can. can.
3: It's coming, probably. Okay.
1: Well, it's to investigate. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, one of the, okay. the things I will say along those lines is every city I've ever transited in, I've had to download a new app. Mm, mm-hmm. And so yeah. now there's all these various municipalities and these apps that like access mm-hmm. the my credit card number, essentially, you know yep. or that have access to it that's some brothers of watching well it yeah a little less about that and more about like just the more spread out my information is the easier somebody with maybe less than uh, mm. uh benevolent intentions mm. can have access to it
1: yeah you have a wider surface of attack sure yeah it's um interesting like if all of the smaller agencies had some sort of like public Private API, uh, you could have somebody build an app and just call it like transit. And then you could just like exchange or trade between like different yeah. agencies. Yeah. So like they can still run their app and everything. But if they have like a way to talk to each to other, to a central app. Uh,
0: Aaron Parecki, get on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of cards, this is a perfect segue. Uh, it is the new year. <clears throat> and as I found myself with a couple of um, things that I have on AutoPay, uh, cards turn over when it turns oh, yeah. into a new year and so um we had sent some emails out but just a general uh reminder to our listeners who are patreon supporters um we have had um a number of declined cards for the turnover of the year in donations and uh brock wanted us to say thank you for donating and one thank you for donating. Yes. oh yes. yes always thank you for donating
0: two if you can intend to continue to donate. Please double check your info so that the expiration date or if you've changed it over a card or whatever, that that's all up to
2: date.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, Brock did send out emails. So, like, yeah. it, you, you don't even have to check Patreon. You could even check spam or something like that. But, um, yeah, it, if that and be also, you.
0: just as a general reminder for anybody who has auto pay on anything, double check your information. Make sure it's up to date.
1: Yes. And if you um, no longer want to contribute, that's also just fine. (laughs) That's Um, totally cool. Take your card off and then we'll know and it'll all be good. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, thank you, as always, to our Patreon supporters. Uh, The show would not be possible without you. And for those, as always, that lend their ears, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it greatly. And, uh, yeah, hope to have some good stuff to share with you today. Right on. Well, speaking of
0: sharing,
3: uh, Patrick,
0: can you share with us what you brought into the studio here.
3: So I got um, my my Vectron, turned Vectron uh, Q9, and uh, that I got from uh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically, I've been uh, kind of looking into e-bike for a long time, but it was it was not um, you know the price hasn't you know it's still pretty high before, and I was looking at the you know. Um kits and stuff but um but my commute is like fifteen miles, so oh, yeah, yeah, so last year we we're like, okay, you know, I've done it on a on my on my analog bike for for a while, but your analog bike, my analog bike <laughs> um so um and I finally got just just um just uh, bite a bullet and yeah and bought this um and and i <laughs> I hate to say, I've never uh, ridden an analog bike since. <laughs>
1: that makes sense to me. But they're like they're you pretty. Have, pretty you have no fun.
0: intention of going back to a, a standard.
3: Well, I can. Well, I I can see why. Yeah. Um Like, I wouldn't want to take this to a forest park. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because it's a commuter, and uh, but other than that, you know uh, going downtown, because I like the the parking privileges of having a bicycle. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know. I um, mean, you know, even if all you're
0: doing is is riding through the restaurant districts of Portland, yeah, p- parking 13? parking is a bear if you're in an automobile,
3: but it, if you're in a bike, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's parked right on the front. Yeah, you know, parking privileges. I I I am not I'm not a cyclist per se, but I like the parking privileges. Right
2: on. Mm-hmm.
1: It's um, one of the things I often tell people when they come to town the first time like if we're planning on going somewhere and i'm of mind to cycle and they're of mind to drive i'm like you can totally do that but like chances are if we bike we'll get there faster and we won't have to worry about parking and and almost exactly. always if it's within like half an hour to 40 minutes it like on any like especially like weekend day you'll you'll definitely be by bike
3: that's right especially an e-bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah Special uh, e-bike yeah yeah, um, you know, uh, with any e bike, I I feel like is is um, you gotta you gotta get one that that is gonna the company is gonna be around for a while. So so you never want to jump sure. into, you know, I, something. I think is is part of what a lot of people
0: um, uh, will name, yeah, why they're hesitating. Yeah, mm. you know,
3: and I feel like Bosch, you know, they they've been a while and. You know, one thing one thing about Bosch is that they're mid drive. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get too too much not too much into the rabbit get, hole here. You're gonna
0: get as technical as you want. Yes, That's fine. go for it.
3: So there's a difference between hub drive and, and mid drive, right? Right. So a mid drive is is uh the weights are centralized, uh but your power is going through your drivetrain. So your chain, your uh, your um your 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 cassette, your hub, your and then your tires, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's ride nicer because it's, it's all central. The weight is all centralized, and and so it handles better. But a hub drive, I, uh, it makes more sense from the commuting standpoint uh, because all you gotta do, all, all you all all the wear and tear is your tires. But you do have to buy a wheel. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. So you have to pay somebody to lace the wheel. So you're talking like
0: things like uh, the Copenhagen wheel. Um,
3: yeah. or no, Bionics. Got another, yeah, mm-hmm. Bionics which has now bankrupt.
1: Oh, did? They? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they folded.
3: I Was it because of bankruptcy? Yeah, I think they. I don't know. They, 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 they. I think they have. I think the problem is they. Um, what I heard is that they try to do um, um, other venture with GM, or they have a they have a little boat that they're trying to really. Yeah. Get. Get into boat like electric mm. boats. Yeah, electric boat like yeah. well, like one of those swan thing that yeah, yeah, you yeah. pedal. Okay. okay, but it's actually they they have a working prototype or a product or whatever.
0: Like an e-assist pedal boat.
1: Like, exactly. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds fun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and
3: so so they have you know they kind of spread themselves too thin. That's how I understand. And they mm. did, they didn't really I mean they didn't really uh, take care of the customer before uh but then Green technology which is in vancouver uh vancouver bc they they just release a video of somebody uh they can hack into the the motor uh uh-huh. and just use the motor so they strip everything out they open up the motor and just use the motor and bypass all that proprietary stuff so you can use your bionics um uh hub uh oh okay we use your bionics hub but with their uh, controller and mm. battery and all that stuff. So even though Bionics isn't around, you're not able to get like
0: parts or components for them anymore. Yeah, but you can hack They're it, still, so you can use mm-hmm. the yeah, motor. There's still a way around because
3: that. the motor is really good. Right. Yeah, they have the cassette. They have their own um, freewheel um, hub, and so it's really easy uh, to to install. Mm. And uh, and and I heard that they were saying that the um, the freewheel. It's less cogging, so it it doesn't have a lot of drag. It's it's direct drive, mm-hmm. so direct drive usually have a lot of drag, so they they don't have dra- a lot of drag in the in the Bionics. Um, so so since since I have this this bike, I now have two other oh, nice. two other so e-bikes. Kind of, yeah, so it's kind of really? like, yeah. a, like a growing thing.
0: N plus one e-bikes.
3: Well, hang oh, on, because well, we I got this, and then this going go twenty miles an hour. Only and I'm like I can post analog. Right, let me let me Post-analog. tell you let me tell you a story. Okay. So I was pulling pulling out from um uh onto uh Willamette and um going uh east and then I saw I saw like a road biker coming in and mm. I was like, oh, I'm just pull in front of I got a motor, whatever. Well he passed me. And I was like, What the hell? I have a motor. Come on. <laughs> Did
1: you get like one of the Bafangs where you can get it up to like forty or fifty miles? An no, this, this one's the Bosch one. Oh okay. No, I mean for your other for your, no, for your I got a plus hub twenty. Drive. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
3: I got a hub drive. Um actually Jeremy from Clever laced it for me. Oh nice. Um so I got a hub drive and uh I was gonna say it's like amazing and but I'm still working on it. <laughs> okay. Um the the installation is um not very very intuitive i took i have to uh file a bunch of stuff down mm. wait you're installing it yourself yeah just oh. cuz you have to buy the kit and then right. um, try to do all the research and then anyway so that if, could be a, that could be a show in and
0: of itself like how to in, how to build and install your own hub drive
3: well the video on youtube is like is he did it in half an hour and you know me like Four four weeks later I'm still still not done. Uh, if
0: only there was a internet sensation that we knew that could make instructional
1: videos mm. maybe around mm. the two
0: minute mark. <laughs> two minute mark. two and a half minute mark. We'll
1: see. Maybe maybe we'll go three. <laughs> see, I don't know.
0: People will complain if it's over if it's over that long. It's true.
1: Or... <laughs> I was I was just gonna suggest, you know, with the, the different play speeds if you just play it at 0.5 speed, then you... Oh, that's like, you true. Know, you're that much faster.
3: 0.5 speed?
1: Yeah. Like, most people are, like, trending towards watching videos at, like, 1.5 or 1.75 speed. If you go the other way, then, you know, relative to the time it would take me to do it, I could feel better because now the video takes twice as long, so I'm that <laughs> much faster. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not a It's not a good solution. <laughs> but, yes. Um... So with that, you've gotten bit by the bug. Uh, I first, The e-bug. The e-bug. I, I first started looking to, into e-bike stuff probably like six-ish years ago now. And I feel like one of the big things, and, and maybe your experience has been similar, is that uh, it's gotten really good lately. And I think that's really helping it along is that e-bike systems uh, these days, like especially with systems like the Bosch or the Yamaha, um, you yeah. have these these packages, and they have been tested and built and iterated on long enough in yeah. like a in a very like strict engineering standpoint that it most of the bugs are sorted out. It feels like it's the it's the whole
3: package. You know, is there's no reason to get a like one of the some of the Korean bikes they have. It's like a three hundred dollar bike, but then they put a motor on it, and then now it's like twelve hundred dollars. And and at the end of the day, it's still a three hundred dollar bike. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. you no, know, it's,
3: it's still gonna have the three
0: hundred
1: dollar bike issues. Yeah, yeah, you
3: know they put they put a rim brake on it. Oh God! Some, <laughs> you know some of them have rim brake on yeah. it. Yeah, and and I call and, it
1: your Kickstarter special.
3: Uh, Kickstarter special. Um, yeah, and some of them have uh, water issue. Mm. So they have water get inside and in the motor. Well, everything. Oh. The controller, the the battery, you know, so they, they don't seal right. Mm. Um. So, so uh, what I like about Bosch is that the they they vet out people to the frame builder to um uh, make sure that the frame's good, right? Make sure the rest of the bike is good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, there's no point. Like, like, I was really excited about the um, the big dummy. Um, okay. The the big easy with the, oh right, with right the motor,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but it's five grand. Was that? So, did that use a Bionics? That's use uh, Bosch.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha.
3: People, people have been, uh, people are putting uh, assist on um, big dummy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was always an aftermarket thing. It's always an yeah. aftermarket. People do uh, the Bafang. People do the um, the hub. I think the hub. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the hub now. Um, after it's done, mm. <laughs> you know, because uh, the installation might not be very intuitive. Um. But the concept is good because you got the you got you got the hub. It's less wear and tear on your drivetrain. Plus, you have a dual drivetrain. You know, you have, you know, if your chain breaks, you can still go home. Oh, right, because you have that hub moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Whereas in a Bosch, yeah. you know, your train breaks, you then you're done. Right. Because yep. all a the power goes through the your Yeah. Um, where are we going with this? Oh, yeah, the the, the big dummy. Yeah. Um. My well that's brought me to another uh you know, the I got this one and then and then it's only go twenty miles an hour. So now I've got a speed one as well. Oh, I see. Which goes twenty eight miles an hour. It's US only.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the what is it, Pedelec class? Yeah, speed
3: pedelec class. Okay, gotcha. So um uh so it, it, it only goes when well by all Bosch is like that. It only goes when you're pedaling. Mm-hmm. So there's no throttle. And and I, uh, the Bosch has the, um, torque sensor. So the the harder you pedal, the more power. Yeah,
0: it responds to that. The more
3: power you get, and you know, some of the cadence sensor, um, you can pedal just really slowly and nothing, but it gives you the motor gives you a hundred percent of yep. of that
1: setting. Yep. Yeah, totally. I've ridden yeah. a couple of those. The, Which is kind of scary. Fun. Yeah. They're super fun. The
3: uh, <laughs>
0: the Stoke Monkey, I think, was kind of like that.
3: Is that is that Stone monkey is that uh, that's Todd, right? Yeah. Um yeah, that was... is that throttle only or or is it more Yes. Just whatever you make Throttle
0: only. At least the one that I that I rode
3: was Yeah, how does only. that work?
0: You, you just push it and you pedal like hell.
3: <laughs> it's I feel like it's too many, you know, you got a finger going, you got a shifter going. I mean, there's too many hand <laughs> control oh, that you I, have to I
0: thought as far as as far as uh e setup it was the simplest because you just had the one button it's either like on or it's not
2: you know it oh, is a button instead yeah. of like low throttle. medium well high. Or,
0: or a throttle whatever you want to call it but it's is just like a, a little thumb control that you know okay. it's either on or it's not and i fiddled around trying to like do half on and it doesn't really work that way it doesn't yeah it doesn't really engage so as far as well. i
3: understand the stoke monkey is just the the motor
0: correct but it's a mid drive, like it's mounted. It's just as the motor, of, but it's part you of can, the drivetrain,
3: you can do other control. You can do your own battery. You can do other control. So, so yeah. the so the UI, the user experience, maybe um, you can. It's it's nothing to do with Stoke Monkey. Stoke Monkey is just the motor, just the motor. Okay, so the
0: setup that I had was just like it's either on or it's off. So yeah, maybe that isn't that's, the the that's result of the, of the Stoke Monkey.
3: I feel like the, that's half the battle. The the user experience, all your control. Sure. That's and, half the battle. And it
0: wasn't an unpleasant experience. It just took some getting used to. And the fact that I was on a uh, Metro Feeds, um Oh, yeah. The... May, it, it helped the experience in that, in that, you know, I'm carrying a bunch of cargo, like 50-some pounds of, of hops, and maybe closer to 30 or 20. I don't know. But... You know, going just up these hills—that's what the Stoke Monkey was really right. helpful for. Um, for the most part, I didn't really use it if it was just flats. You know, just it was one of those things like it gave you a boost and you pedaled like hell to. Oh keep your yeah, feet they have moving.
3: a they have a free wheel in there, right? Yes,
0: yes. So there's no drag. So none whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So I was pedaling and it was just pedaling. It wasn't. It wasn't like I was pushing up against the motor at all.
3: I wish they. I I wish the Stoke Monkeys is faster. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme <laughs> here.
1: I'm. I was surprised. You know, if you're like in the speed camp, I've seen some people take apart the bafangs and get them up to like eighty, ninety miles an hour. Oh my god! That that's a fun YouTube poll.
3: Yeah, you have other things. You have okay. So um, so 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 my speed pedal leg is twenty eight miles an hour, but I I can tell you that's... that so much (laughs) well I usually cruise around 25 um, what 25 miles an hour no yeah 25 miles an hour and and I I cannot get up to 28 well unless I'm really pushing it like like, if I'm if I'm just you know pedaling in my kind of cruising effort then I I can see that it's like 25 24 miles an hour that's about that's about where Mm -hmm. where I kind of taper off and um, and the wind and the rain, you know, it hits you that much harder. Yeah, and you're a lot that much colder. You you're, you're that much colder because of the wind. Um, you're going faster, so you have more, more, more cooling.
1: For the 28 yeah. mile an hour one, um, given your commute, have you found that you're pretty much depleting the battery each way, or yeah, okay, absolutely. So you charge at each end.
3: Yeah, there's one thing about. E bike is is kind of funny to me because you can it's it's not like a car you know you get a V8 motor and now now you're at you know fifteen miles an hour maybe uh, fifteen gallons fifteen miles a gallon, uh, but uh, on an electric bike if you have a big motor but if you're... but if if the if the power output is the it's the same it doesn't matter if the size of the motor you, you deplete the 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 battery is the same rate mm. so because I'm going faster. I'm using more power, um, therefore I'm getting like 20 miles uh, per charge rather than 30 on mm-hmm. um, miles per charge on on the turn. So yeah, but if I were going 20, you know, because my my um, my analog bike, I'm getting like 12 average 12 miles um, per hour, you know, for the whole trip. But on the on the um, on the speed pad I'm getting like 18 miles per hour average. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's East Poland, so I'm like I'm like gunning for it. I'm, it's the flats; uh-huh. everything's gridded out I, pretty well. I go Burnside, so right by the max, so it's pretty flat. Yeah. Um, so
0: I, I yeah, can, once you get up yeah. and over that hill on 82nd, you keep going east on Burnside. It's pretty. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I like the the twenty eight. Like it definitely. It, it, I I think it is fast. I think it sounds fast. But at the same time, if you can break the twenty five mile per hour, you can keep speed with traffic. And so, like for me, yeah, it's, it's partly the speed, but it's also partly like your speed relative to other drivers. Yeah. And with the twenty eight, like if you if you haven't had a chance to ride one, like I would encourage anybody to give it a shot because it's safer. It feels that kinda. way because you're you're just kind of less going,
0: disparity of. Oh, yeah. yeah the speed the like, speed the, I, see. I, okay. I
1: took the urban arrow out which is a top of i think it tops at 20 and i was riding down hawthorne which is yeah. also capped at 20 um and, and you know you're keeping speed with traffic but as soon as you got to the part of hawthorne where it speeds up to like 30 or 35 you start to get left in the dust again
3: yeah but with okay. a 28
1: mile an hour like you could keep speed all the way down hawthorne like not that you'd want to ride you powell <laughs> you couldn't do powell but like uh foster uh, you know on the part that doesn't have a bike lane like you can really just keep up and so like as long as you have some good backlighting and front lighting so that Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about people pulling in front of you um or like merging into you which is like always a problem on a bike or a motorcycle i i felt like the riding experience that you got from that speed like yeah it is gonna suck a lot more if you crash but at the same time it feels anecdotally as though chances for that would happen less because Generally speaking, you're just kind of going with the flow.
3: And intriguing. One That's time, a... one time is so funny. They, uh, I was, I was just going along and then there was, there was, um, there was this car, uh, with the uh, light turns and then, uh, she speed in front of me and then she was turning into a store or whatever, but I'm like right there. Mm. Yeah. Because they don't expect you to go that fast.
1: Mm hmm. Totally. Yeah. I guess there is that too. So, <laughs>
0: When when you're up to those speeds, are you hanging out in the bike lane, or are you taking the lane of traffic? It depends.
3: Okay, um,
0: usually I, bike lane. To be clear, I'm not saying that with like any kind of angle. I'm I'm actually very curious as to like where do you put yourself because um, my initial thought is if I'm going twenty five plus, that's too fast for the bike lane in a way.
3: Well. My my route, there's nobody there. Right. Nope, right. nobody nobody okay. ride no nope, you know nobody uh nobody ride uh in East Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've seen one guy, he uh he has um Gorilla Monsoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful bike. And I'm like, I have the same bike.
1: <laughs> the uh I did see or one place I've seen issues with e bikes. Um like we just don't have the saturation here in Portland, I okay. think for it to make too much of a difference. Uh, but there have been quite a few articles at this point in cities like, um, inside the Netherlands, like in Copenhagen, where that difference between, um, I'm going to just call them analog bikes, uh, analog <laughs> and electric, you know, you, you have I didn't such,
3: invent this term, by the way, such oh, a speed. Okay.
1: I'm attributing it to you. It's, it's You're all the yours, first Patrick.
3: person I've heard uses. So
0: I like
1: it. It's so it's fitting. It's so appropriate. Uh, the, that differential between uh, analog and electric riders is so great, and because the saturation is also quite large, uh, that's where you have like more of those issues of people um, either lobbying for or against certain um, like measures well, that will help kind of ease yeah, that tension. And it
0: goes back to the to the differences speed. You know, you talk about how you felt safer amongst cars because you were closer to their speed, but mm-hmm. then. If you're thrown in an area where, um, you can always the, the bike density is yeah. higher. Well, that's true. We have the power, but do you want to? And that no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's something that that I think is worth paying attention to is is when you're riding up at those speeds, you may tend to get used. To, here's me being an old man, by the way. This is me being a, a, a hanger on to the old. I still use vacuum tubes in my guitar amps too. Well, vacuum so.
1: tubes are great. Vacuum tubes are awesome. Uh, anyway, got that warm glow.
0: Yeah, screw you, solid state. But anyway, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could have a. All right, we won't go down vacuum tubes. <laughs> we should totally do a vacuum tube somehow related Let's go, to bike episode. Go
0: back for a second here. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So, just when you're when you're used to going those like twenty five plus speeds. Do you feel you're just at a crawl when you're going those sort of analog bike speeds, the fifteen? It depends 20 minus. on where you are. Sure.
3: Like if I'm, and this is this is
0: maybe more rhetorical than, than yeah. any real answer could give, but
3: like if I'm in downtown, I'm I'm not gonna hit twenty five miles an hour. Right. You know? Oh,
0: even if you were driving
3: downtown, you
0: couldn't exactly. Hit 25. So I don't
3: feel missed out. Right on. But if I'm in if I'm in East Portland, everybody's going like forty miles an hour, 30, right. 30 yeah, to forty easily. miles an hour.
0: Easily, then
3: yeah. I'm now at twenty five miles. I'm at twenty miles an hour before before I had my speed. Um, then I feel kind of like you know kind of left out. Right on. Um, like in the same way that if you're in the group ride, like depends on what group ride. First of all, if you're in like a Thursday night ride, everybody's going so slow. Then I just usually, or or Sunday parkway everybody goes slow, so I usually get like a my slow bike. That way I'm not I'm not impatient. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're matching the vibe.
3: <laughs> yeah, matching the vibe. But if I'm in a fast, you know, by myself, then I wanna I wanna be faster. And and um, my commute uh only uh, it was 50 minutes. Okay, if I have an on a analog bike, probably gonna take me an hour and a half. So I'm saving like, yeah, mm-hmm. saving half an hour at least.
1: Sure. Totally. And the best, like my favorite thing about that like equation is in addition to the time savings, like if you were to pencil that against like buying a car to do that same trip, you make your savings back so much faster on an e-bike and it's a lot more enjoyable too. And that that's like kind of where I think it all comes together. I, I, like I used to say that the next bike that I would get would be like, a bike to end all bikes, this like super custom something. And I, I had to say that because otherwise I'd just have N plus one like all over the place.
0: You've got to make it like impossible to get. I've got to make it like
1: expensive yeah. enough that I don't just like be like, ooh, that's a good deal for a bike. <laughs> um, and like come home with another one. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a <laughs> well, personal, it's a have. personal path.
0: Uh, between Anna and I, there's like seven.
1: That's pretty good. That's not so bad lot. for two people. That's like average Portland. Two of, <laughs> like, them,
0: two of them are Bromptons. So, yeah, you know, those don't take oh, a Oh, she whole has a Brompton? Oh, she had a Brompton before. I did.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. That's sort of the kick in the pants that I needed to get Juffy, one do myself. Do you have a Brompton?
1: No. But I know somebody I, I can <laughs> ask to borrow their Brompton can, if they're you, not using you it. Can, <laughs> you can
0: borrow Anna's Brompton anytime. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll send her an email.
1: <laughs> send I like an that. email. Um, with the with the the bikes, you know, I was planning on getting uh just like a super nice custom and that would still like you know 10 15 years down the road from now be something that would be very fun but i've realized like in the past year and a half maybe two years the next bike i get will almost certainly be an e-bike because like it's just so they've come down in price they're reliable they are really good for urban riding and even like just suburban riding riding if you're getting a little bit further out um and for me like the the urban Arrow, i was just like i can't say enough good things about that bike because uh Our like it's got so smooth it's got dual battery bays like you could get two batteries on that sucker <laughs> and you wouldn't have to re- recharge for like two days yeah. uh i guess two days It'll is a very short day amount day of time go faster yeah well it's just like it's it's like i don't know it's, it's just kinda scary though. So, something about e-bikes they're like they're hitting a sweet spot it's the fastest growing market segment within biking in the U S for sure. Like they're just firing on all cylinders and I couldn't be happier because I see potential for e-bikes, getting people who are non riders into cycling more so than any other trend that's come before it. And I think that in a big way, um, like we've talked a lot about bike shops that are closing and that sort of deal. I feel like e-bikes present like a very real opportunity, especially as they come down and continue to come down in cost. To make mm-hmm. up some of that gap that we're starting totally. to see between, like w- whatever you'd call like "quote unquote" traditional and whatever the future of cycling in the U.S. represents. Well, and
0: yeah, I, I would say it certainly fills the need for non-sport biking. Yeah, um, or or it maybe doesn't fill a need, but it at least feeds uh, a certain segment of non-sport bikers who, you know. May just want a bike for going to get groceries or going on their commute or whatever, but don't necessarily want that. You know they they may want a little help along mm-hmm. the way, and the, I think the e bike really fills that that void where a lot of people, you know, you're either like quote unquote hardcore or you're you're a fair weather, mm. and I think this sort of bridges that gap
1: between the two. And, and there's another gap that's being bridged too like when i first started out i feel like 90 percent of the literature like this is outside of the portland bubble yeah like 90 percent of the literature was focused on people over 65 for e-bikes like that was huh. kind of like what they were pegged at from an industry view i feel like at least for like some of the larger brands and you're seeing that just completely blown away you know yeah yeah you and, can write it you know if you're acknowledging if you're on i
0: live in a bubble i never saw it that way
1: oh interesting yeah. well i'm glad to hear that you know because i i have you know only my perspective in that sense but like looking at like oh trying to carry trying to carry like the first e-bike line and just you you get like a lot of cruiser e-bikes from Uh, like florida or something like that and it seemed like that was representative of a lot of the like larger commercial market maybe 10 or so years up until maybe seven or eight years ago okay um at least from my view it's totally um you know that that like when i talk about e-bikes People would oftentimes say like, "Oh, well, you know, like I'm still young" or something like that. You know, like <laughs> I, I just feel like there is that stereotype to some uh, degree. Okay, um, and that just the like we have a folding e bike in the in the house right now. Like, yeah, it's just so blown away and so accessible. Uh, I just couldn't be couldn't be happier that it's heading that direction because at the end of the day, if you don't want to ride an e bike, there's still bikes. You know, you can you can go analog, and, and like it's just nice to have choices. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Shifting gears a little bit, Ayo. <laughs> um do you patrick the- do you have any more analog bikes or are you are you out of the analog game now for, um so for good?
3: right now i have i have this one the Fractron, and and i have the the track okay that that's a speed paddle lag um the tandem bike i'm converted to um to electric, and then uh that'll be super fun, yeah, you know. 'Cause one of the criticism of, of that tandem bike was it's even with Lisa in the back, I'm I'm going so slow. Sure. I don't know, it's something about the geometry or whatever, but I'm going so bad. I was I was thinking about getting putting the putting the motor on it and then looking by This is really on brand for you
0: here. This is
3: what? <laughs> this is really on brand for you. Yeah,
0: exactly. This this need for speed. Need for speed,
3: <laughs> that's right. Um and I have a gorilla monsoon, uh which you know, I'm thinking about selling because uh, it's not an e-bike. It's not an e-bike, <laughs> but I love it. I love. I will say, <laughs> I I was expecting
0: you instead of saying thinking about selling. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'm thinking about putting a motor in or whatever. No, no,
3: no, uh, no, 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 no. That's too special. Yeah. Um. I love. I love the Gorilla Monsoon because I was. I was. I was looking at. Um. I want to get a space horse for a while, but then you know you look at the geometry. Room. Of the Space Horse and compare to Gorilla Monsoon, Uh I feel like the Space Horse maybe is kind of like um. Like a like a, the Space Horse might be like a like a sedan, like a nice little E Class Mercedes, and then the Space Horse would be like the SUV equivalent. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's like it's like the SUV equivalent of that. Wait, you mean the Gorilla Monsoons the SUV?
0: What?
1: Or is did I just
0: like? I thought horse? you said Space Horse.
3: Space Horse is a sedan, and then Google Monster is the SUV. All right.
1: So, so what? Maybe is, I heard you wrong though too. What, I I said it wrong. I don't know. What's the bike equivalent of the Tesla truck?
0: Flat tire. Flat, <laughs> Flat tire. tire. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I'll Tesla take shots. Truck. I'll take so, shots at that truck. Someone saw the window demo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just curious oh. if there's like an that... e bike equivalent of the Tesla truck. I'll,
0: I'll go. Let me go on this tangent for a second. That's right. just a ugly looking vehicle.
3: What? Hey, hey! I, I think it's amazing.
1: I think it's a very polarizing
3: vehicle. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and I love. I'm sitting in the middle. But yeah, because, apparently so. <laughs>
1: well, that's it. It's split 50-50. Uh, okay,
0: I love so Without agenda, you like you like the way it looks.
3: I like it. Yeah, really? I like okay. it. It's kind of cool. like um um you know um Ghost in the Shell. Have you watched that movie? Oh. I have not seen that movie. Um, either the live action or the actual anime. I feel like um they,
1: uh, the original or the sequel. What?
3: Okay. Dude. The original or the sequel let's, oh the you're down talking down about the way, anime though. version? Mm. Yeah, I watched that too. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm in that boat too. So so Scott Jensen was riding um that Honda motorcycle in the movie. It's it's called the H M four whatever. Um some something N N M whatever. But it was like an angular, you know, scary, and um, so that truck remind me of that. Ah, uh, I see.
1: Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it like the lines. It, it you either like it or you hate it. I don't. It doesn't. It, the cr- truck has not left much room for, uh, for, <laughs> for like I, middle ground. <laughs> I do have to say,
3: I think I don't think the road going version is going to look like that. No, mm. there's no way. Will it? Will the glass like, still be bulletproof? Well, forget about that. That's not important. <laughs>
1: All right. So okay, we're... so the
3: equivalent of the truck, I would say is it's gonna be um have you heard the, the recent Miller um low?
1: Oh, okay. Are they coming out with like a cargo? Is variety? that the
3: low or the, the other one? Um it's the one with the suspension. It's the oh. with, um it's like a red, it's really cool. I Ten thousand ah. dollars. Oh, that's well, I... a recent Miller. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> oh. it's it's expensive. But that would be I would say that would be the uh cyber truck equivalent. Okay. I haven't, seen that. Version. I haven't seen Obviously.
1: that one. I'll have to check it out. Um as we transition into our next segment, being the proud owner of uh one and a half to close to be two e bikes now, um, looking back <laughs> on your experience, yes. what did it start out as? Where are you at right now? And would you have advice for somebody looking to tiptoe into the world of e bikes um to, to either help them out or save them some pain and hassle?
3: Um get um you want to buy from uh, a reputable um, brand, so. And and I feel like, um, well, get the best bike you can you can afford. Um, I Reno. know I know.
0: You mentioned earlier it's it's about a whole package, like getting a three hundred dollar bike with a with a motor on it, not necessarily. And then a good and move.
3: then another thing another thing about e bike is that you have no idea what you're going to use it for. You know, you could you could use it for commuting, you can use it to haul stuff. That's why I was looking at like maybe uh, maybe a long tail. I was looking at yeah. the uh, I was excited about the Bento Boost. It's coming oh, yeah. up. Yeah. The Bento Boost coming up. Uh, the new one is gonna have Bento um, has
0: some pretty sweet models out there.
3: Twenty twenty is gonna be amazing. I, I'm kinda surprised nobody talked about it. Um so the Bento boost, uh they unveil it in Eurobike and uh, they have a they have a more um, substantial rack, so it's gonna be able to carry. Um, Those things are pretty substantial to begin with. Well, not really. No, not really. The rack, the the weight limit of the rack is, uh, I think, is seventy pounds or something. Which, um, I guess, if I'm carrying somebody in the back, like yeah, you know, for a
0: person, that's not
3: then much. then it's yeah. not. But this, but I kind of want um, I kind of big dummy. I kind of want a speed big. Big dummy. <laughs> Somebody make that, Surly, please.
0: Speed easy dummy. Speed speed, speed yeah. Big easy. Exactly. Big speed easy.
3: Speedy. Uh, big big speedy. Big speedy. Big speedy. Um, yeah, exactly. So um, uh, the the speed the speed panel is uh, had the fourth generation Bosch It's gonna be um, seventy five newton meters of torque with um, even at the speed motor because before you you can only choose. You want speed or torque? Because the speed motor only have 63 newton meters of torque, whereas the CX has 75 newton meters torque, and that's what the biggy. Now to explain uses. to me what the difference of torque would, what the advantages is in the it's difference the, of torque. It's the low. So you, if you, if you have a heavy low, you have more torque, but then, but then now you're topping out at 20 miles an hour, so so my speed parallax is the older generation so it's go to uh, I would say if if I have more torque I can probably go a little bit faster because now now my restriction is not the speed limit it's the it's the motor performance okay because I'm I'm maxing out the motor right which you can't hack a Bosch so one thing about Bosch (laughs) is that oh that's another point is that if you have a Bosch that's it you, you can't change anything. Right. So, uh, yes.
0: But counter, counterpoint to that, they're pretty reliable.
3: So if you buy a Bosch, you better better hope that that is what you <laughs> That's want. That's the one you want. That's the one yeah. you want.
1: What, what you can do, though, is as they come up with new enclosures, because they use a standard for fitting the motor to the midframe. You're talking so about swapping the motor? You could theoretically swap it out. You know, if you, if you wait... It's like upgrading your computer, right? You want It's going to wanna...
3: be a lot of red tape you have to cross. Oh, okay. Or something, you know, you got to write a letter and, you know, <laughs> really? and then they're going to throw a code. and. I can't just find Mr. my buddy Bosch. in the back alley
1: and be like, hey, I need a no, new one. No, it's, propi- it's kind of like Apple. Oh, okay. You no, know?
3: you can't change anything.
1: Interesting.
0: But you couldn't switch the Bosch motor for another Bosch motor?
3: I, I think th- you could do that. I don't think so. Hmm.
0: You don't think so?
1: We need it's to look very, into this. Yeah. That, you need to know the- somebody. That's a misconception that I might have held for far too long.
3: I that's why I honestly thought it. you could. I don't see why you could either, but but I don't think I, I've never seen anybody do it. Do right. It. Okay. okay. You know, if you Google, you know, can you swap the motor? They might. You might be able to swap like the equivalent motor, so the same motor. Right. Mm. Like you, if you, if you, if your motor conk out, then you can, they replace the same motor, but they they're not gonna upgrade
1: it for you interesting you can't because they is that because they just want to sell like a whole new bike i have to look into this because i was always under the impression of like oh you've got jeremy you know.
3: told me you can't even change the gear so if you gear ratio you, you can't change they have a okay when you when the I mean, man he
0: would be one that would know right
3: yeah if you <laughs> if you buy like if you buy a bike and then it has that gear range you might be able to change like closer closer range i don't know why you would but you but um but this as far as I understand, I mean, and then I said, well, how do they know? How do they know that I'm changing the gear? Well, because the, the, the rate of the wheel turns and the mm-hmm. pedal crank, that ratio is set mm-hmm. from uh. the, from the manufacturer. And if you go outside, I change the two within that range. Um, I've heard that people change the tire the a bigger tire. They, they mm-hmm.
1: They've got to have some like tolerances, you know, that yeah. have a range in so there. So
3: that kind of, it kind of, so, but Bosch is good because, because it's more reliable and all that. you yeah. know they they are very committed. But but when they've you get been Bosch, making motors
0: for a long time.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. uh, power steering motor, you know, windscreen wiper motor, stuff like that. Uh, what else? Um, so, so when you buy a motor, when I buy a Bosch, you better hope that that that's that's <laughs> the one you want. You that's can't it. change anything. That's it. Okay. Um, well, you can always <laughs>
1: go back to analog.
3: So I was thinking, yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's not like analog, right? You're gonna like, I don't like the gear range. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it to two by 10, you know, uh, like, like, um, Aaron did. Uh, yeah. not going back. I love it. I'm going two by 10. Yeah, I love the two I by 10. I do like nine speed. <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, so and then, um, I think Bosch is the only one that has speed, like, the major manufacturer. They're the only one that has speed. I think the Shimano step system is 20 miles an hour. hmm But I've heard that the Shimano is more reliable. Really?
1: I think Shimano is also more conservative in, like, Probably. what they're going for. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, like, a Germany versus Japan and just in terms of, like, general approach. Uh, like, I, th- I think you see that sometimes in camera manufacturers where, like... Yeah. You have like very like very considered upgrade paths, or very like slow but very steady, out. kind of kind of growth. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, like you have other companies that are like, ah, eh, the heck with it! Like we're just going to go like hundred miles an hour from zero. Uh, the the like decision from the step system to stay at twenty, I think, also makes a lot of business sense because, from my understanding of the legal sort of web that is navigating e bike laws in the United States, what steps is is kind of the most common standard of twenty, you've got a pedal to get power, like that kind of deal. So it seems like they're just playing they're they're hedging their bet in the most like conservative fashion. Yeah. And they're hedging the bet at what they think and what will likely come to be sort of the bottom line for what an e bike standard looks like within the United States.
3: Well I, I was thinking that, you know, you you, technically you can't go that fast on the on like a multi-use path, Mm -hmm. but yeah,
1: technically you can't ride an e-bike on the waterfront path.
3: You're not gonna get busted if you. Yeah. As long as you you know turn it down you know.
1: It's it's the eco mode. (laughs) It's the old like don't be an asshole kind of like adage that if you don't. It's not safe. I mean,
3: Mm you can't blast 25 miles an hour. (laughs) <laughs> you know, in the, if there's nobody there, sure, but you know, yeah, it's not that safe. Yeah.
1: No, nobody like really wants to be that next article in the Oregonian about somebody hitting a pedestrian with their e-bike. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> going, going out on a limb. Right cool. on. Cool, 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 cool. Oh. cool, cool, <laughs> <laughs> cool beans.
0: We were, we were going to talk about some regrets. where Kind of bumping up into time here
1: i, I say we we save we can, our mail we can and save. our headlines and we do it next week let's let's talk about regrets let's and, talk about our bike regrets and uh then i'll think of something positive and then we can cap it off <laughs> <laughs> okay what are your regrets about biking my, my Aaron? bike regrets i mean other than your right arm oh I, sorry. oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, I
0: don't know if i regret that i mean would I, <laughs> would I, regret that? I mean i regret breaking my clavicle do i do i regret riding my bike Hell no.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I was.
0: Bike regrets. I regret not keep not maintaining my Murray 12 speed in seventh grade.
3: Hmm. Wow.
0: I had this for my birthday. It was Can like. you buy it back? So my birthday is in November. But like in May, my mom was like, all right, I got you a very early birthday present. It's like, what? What is it? Brought me out to the garage, and this was, like, this Murray 12-speed. Murray is, like, you know, not a great name. But it was, like, my first, like, 12-speed bike. And I rode the shit out of that. I loved it. Maybe I'm romanticizing the past a little bit. But I regret not keeping that up. I don't know whatever became of it. It's probably in a scrapyard somewhere. (laughs) But I just think of all the miles I could have rode.
2: Hmm.
1: I regret that when I moved from a town of 300 in Eastern Oregon to Salem, Oregon, that I left my Redline 365 that I'd gotten for Christmas just that year prior in front of the garage instead of in the garage when I went to sleep that third week I lived there.
2: Oh,
0: that's a hard lesson, man.
1: Yeah. But at least I learned it early. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I regret, because I turn over...
3: Uh, quite a bit um, <laughs> so there's a couple of bikes uh, well the Brompton um, that was like a season season like I I um, I, I no longer commute downtown so the Brompton um, has a great foe yeah but um, I feel like um, in, in East Portland it's not really to make that much sense because it's you know, it's 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 longer, and then the geometry is never fit quite right for me. Um, but it's pretty.
1: <laughs> mm. They do have
3: that.
0: Yes. Well, yours was yours was really mine well is, decked out. Yeah, know?
3: yeah. Mine raw lacquer. Was mine that was right? the raw lacquer, which is the, the color I want because I want to see the brazing. Mm-hmm. And then it's got it's even got the sun dynamo, right? Which they no longer make. They don't make the Sun Dynamo anymore. Really? No, it's the SP or whatever. They used Shiller to. precision. Shiller, yeah. They used to have the uh, Shimano and the Sun, mm-hmm. and then and then they stopped making the Sun. Um, so the SP. To be clear, Sun hubs are still
0: being made. Right. They just don't. They don't have it. Make on the them Brom- for the Brompton anymore. It's not a.
1: Oh, okay.
3: No, I think they they still make it for the Brompton, but it's not a factory option.
0: Right, it's no longer an option. Okay, I get where
1: you're because saying. Because of that. the smaller wheel size, you would need a special Dynamo. So you don't like overspin it?
3: Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Or, or you do want to overspin it.
1: I wonder if you generate like too much power on it because then you have like issues with oh, burning out your lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that kind of jazz if they're not, if they're not rated you for it. You can
3: still buy Dynamo Hub for the Brompton, I think Sun Dynamo Brompton, but you but you be like you have to special order it or all okay. that stuff. Or maybe
1: they toss um, a resistor in the chain or something.
3: But that one, that one is nice. I mean, because there's no there's no resistance if you turn yeah. the lights off. There's no yeah. resistance, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I believe it or not, I I used to have a Noval Randonet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an REI, and that bike fit me so well. I still kind of regret. That's one of the my main It fit me so well. Um That's a sweet bike too. I, I well I it feels like a tank. Yep. Okay? It's not I mean I don't really like tank bike, but but it feels like a tank. It's got the Maverick um is it three three one nine? A three one nine um rim on it. It's it's double double wall, it's really good rim. Mm-hmm. Uh and it comes standard with um Schwabby Marathon. Um, and then the seat on it. I even like the seat on it, which is WTB. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: If that was when I was with the saddle library over at Gladys Bikes, that was the runner-up to the Brooks that I ended up buying. The Brooks, was, pretty. I will no, go with pretty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think I think that's part of why I ended up with the Brooks too. Was yeah. But the WTB, and it was like you look at it, is like flat as a pancake, but it was. Almost as comfortable as that Brooks saddle is now.
3: Speaking of which, the the stock, I kind of like the stock uh, Brompton saddle. Oh, yeah. The, the... Oh, yeah. That's a really uh, good one, too. That's yeah. a good one, it's it's too. It's very comfortable. You know, I think more people should spec that one instead of the uh, the Brooks. mm um,
2: But
3: the, the Brooks, Brooks does look so
1: nice, though. Yeah, it is pretty. It's a pretty saddle.
3: <laughs> and then you and then you have a folding bike, so you're not going to leave it outside and get it rained on and stuff. mm um, so that one, that one's good, and um, and oh, one of the thing, one of the things. Go back to the, go back to the e-bike. Okay, so, <laughs> so I realized what I learned is that drop bar is kind of overrated. Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like more upright kind of because I'm not as, I, I don't, I'm not very well, flexible. You don't
0: have to, you don't have to engage your glutes as much, right? But I and do that's, like that's kind of the benefit of leaning over like that is you engage those those rear muscles of your legs more. You think, I think, am I, am I incorrect? Am I off base here? No,
1: I don't think no. you're not. I was going to say it like the way I see it for the upright argument is if you're traveling at 28, you want to have the best field of vision you can get. Like well, you don't, there's that you don't yeah. want to be like You don't want to be leaning forward.
3: But yeah, and then your neck always. I yeah. think, I think you're right though. Okay. Anyway, sorry,
0: I interrupted you.
3: Um, but I do I don't like flat bar, okay? Because that it your wrist. Okay. Um, Is that why so, you
0: have the uh, the ergon grips on?
3: I have the um, ergon grip with the with the kind of bar and that's yeah. from my um, I kind of recycle parts, so sure. I have those left over from from the Brompton. Okay. So I just swap them, uh, kind of keep keep the bits. I like to keep the touch point when I sell yeah. a bike. I like to keep the touch point, um, because it's personal. Sure. Uh You know the saddle and the grip and all that. So keep the touch point, um, and just sell the bike, and um, and you can move it from bike to bike. Um, that's how I prefer it. Because um, you're used to it. Yeah, you're yeah. used to it. You know, uh, you know, you know what you're getting into, and that changed a lot. I mean, the 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 ergon grip. You know, I I feel like, you know, that's one of the things. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, drop bar is nice because your your wrist is not like, you know. Kind it's of, not
0: locked into one position. It's not locked into
3: one position, but you can get you can get uh um, more comfortable. you can you can get with the with the right bar and the grip yep. you can get more comfortable than um on on the on the kind of like a sweep back. I like the sweep back.
1: Mm. Well the ergons are nice that you've yeah. got too, because you kind of get the two hand positions with those. It's like the bolt. Yeah, horns but I only used one, bit. so yeah. But it's there if you want <laughs> it's it. It's there if you want. <laughs> or need it.
0: <laughs> well then you got the support on your your palm which kind of levels out your wrists a little bit Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i noticed when i switched from the standard grips on the brompton to the ergon um the numbness i would get like just like inside my thumb um from long rides like went uh, totally away
2: that's a good feeling yeah yeah And and it's
0: you know the the standard grip they're they're all right, but it's just it's a foam cylinder. So you're going from like holding your hand in a circle to like more of a natural position. You know, you you got your thumb curled under, but you've also got that support underneath your palm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: aptly aptly named. Yes, <laughs> ergon. Swell. <laughs> so, um. Well, if you have any bicycle questions, be they analog or electric related. Write to the podcast at gmail.com, and we would love to discuss and do our best to answer your yeah. question on air. Uh, e bikes in general, like I feel if, if you if you ride an e bike and you're in Portland or traveling through Portland, let us know. I feel like we have not tapped in oh no enough to this. We are wonderful subject,
0: we are so far behind the curve on this. I think we,
1: we are. It's not like I mean, it's not, not even like, like a retro like grouch kind curve. of thing, no. I feel like I was afraid to talk about it for a little while. Oh, really? Just because like the prevailing like was that e-bikes were like, oh, e-bikes. But then as soon as I rode one, I was like, oh, no, they're sweet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't I just don't know enough about them. Mm. I've ridden a few, but in my I feel like I'm still very ignorant about it. And so that's why having somebody who rides it on the regular coming in. I've got a
1: friend who works at Rad Power up in Seattle. I, yeah. next time she's in town, oh, yeah. I, I should see Rad if she power. wants to come on.
3: Wait, is it the Rover? Rad Power? Rad oh, Power.
1: They do. Uh, they if you they have that folding mm-hmm.
0: like small wheeled fat bike.
1: It's, it's like oh yeah, that's a sweep. bike. One of our it's
0: so good looking. There's a a
1: neighbor on uh, our street who has one, and uh-huh. every time I see them ride by at 28 miles an hour on their little <laughs> mini like fat bike folding, I'm like that looks like fun. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: wonder how you can get tires for those. It's special size, yeah. Um,
0: I imagine as the the more popular it gets, more manufacturers are gonna get on board with those. That's one of yeah. the
3: things I I look at. It, I'm like, oh, there's all the parts that you know. <laughs> where am <laughs> gonna dietary. source all the parts? Because mm-hmm. tires wear out extra yeah. fast on the on the e bike because you, you're going faster and more grip and all that. You know, riding more. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, what tires are you riding on yours? I think this is a. Uh, uh um, big apples
0: yeah big apples yeah,
2: okay
3: yeah that's e- e-bike ready e-bike ready and then <laughs> oh, they yeah have,
1: there's an e-bike approved standard for tires
3: they have different standard they have the 20 uh 25k and then the 50k what is the k 50 uh kilometers an hour oh okay so like so 25k you'd be like normal and then yeah. and then the speed you have to have the and and that basically it's just more puncture resistant and mm you know uh, the sidewall is stiffer
1: that's like what i worry about when i'm riding like the bigger tires when they go they go faster it seems like or at least that's been my experience so like getting a flat on like Schwabby uh marathon ultras or something like yeah it's flat but then you're just like oh, i'm just riding on rubber uh but then like <laughs> these ones yeah. you know if it's like so big and you get a flat and it just goes whoosh like out like you lose so much control because now you're just playing with like floppy rubber instead of like less floppy rubber i don't have super concrete thoughts on that but like i've seen yeah, i've seen you're
3: relying some, on the 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 uh, air like to you
1: you totally need that keep, inflation keep the shape yeah whereas like other like some of them you can just if it's like a 26 you can kind of just get by like not that it's ideal but like you you can even be like riding on your rim for like a block or two before like i you realize that your tire's flat like that's what i like about the less that's inflated happened. tires that's happened to me yeah. yeah, oh, me too. <laughs> I think it's...
0: I was on a group ride one time and somebody actually pointed out my flat tire.
1: Oh, yeah. You didn't
0: notice? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> I, I see folks with, like, super, um, like, almost-to-go-flat tires when I'm biking around Portland, and I always, like, debate whether I should tell them. Like, right. Is usually... it my
0: place to say something?
1: Or, like, would they appreciate knowing? Like, right. Because, like, sometimes I feel like... I I've, I've told folks and they're just like, don't want to engage and I'm like, right. all right, that's fine, totally <laughs> fine. But like I'd also hate for your day to be ruined because you Because you flat. got a flat and like I've got a bike pump, so we could we could make this happen. But yeah, I'm I'm often questioning etiquette in the bike lane. And I probably will for a while. <laughs> um Patrick, thank you so much for joining us this Eve. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to have you. Uh and we should have you on again when you get your build finished and let us know how it goes. Oh gosh.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm excited. Put the baby in the back
1: on
0: <laughs> <laughs> your twenty-eight
3: mile an hour bike. Well, I wouldn't go twenty-eight <laughs> miles an hour no, with the baby no. in the back.
1: It's like million-dollar baby, but at twenty-eight miles an hour. <laughs>
3: oh, one time I was uh, got the trailer, the baby trailer. It was empty, but I was hauling ass on this on this bike, <laughs> you know, twenty miles an yeah. hour. And I was wondering, oh, is it people gonna realize that it's empty? It's empty. <laughs> it's empty.
1: It's just like he's a bad father. <laughs> no, no, it's like social clam- camouflage where they're like, "I'll give that person more space because they have a trailer." Maybe I
3: should ride with a trailer all the time. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: It's like the pool noodle, but for <laughs> to pool in pool Portland. <laughs> Portland. <laughs> cool. Um, well, we will save our news and headlines and right. mail for next episode where we'll do a nice little catch-up to all that has happened in the last 2 weeks. And by that, I mean episode 501, because next <gasps> week you will listen to the 500th pre recorded episode of
0: The Sprocket Podcast. Oh my gosh. We made 500 it. 500. We already episodes. made it. We, we've already recorded it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, is it really? this one 500 or next? Uh, 499. One? You are at 499. Oh, yeah. Nice. A special you are honor. the penultimate. Mm-hmm. What happened at 500?
1: you have to listen find out do 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 tune in next week to find out we've got Tim Mooney on the show a uh, really fun episode and hope that you will join us um until then shall we hit it
3: let's do this we speaking of
2: hey <laughs>
3: speaking of clever cycle
0: um it's actually not very far from Clever Cycles. Clever Cycles is located at 9th and Hawthorne. And if you were to just travel south on 9th and then east for two blocks, you would run into 12th and Division. And what's there Why? on that corner? The Beer mongers. That's right. Southeast, 12th and Division. Southeast, Division and 12th. However you want to say it, there it is. The Beer mongers. Where there's always a seat for you and cribbage on Tuesdays.
1: And a stick on the ceiling. Thanks as always to the beer mongers for the beverages and generous support.
0: Thank you so much.
1: The Sprocket Podcast is produced at X Ray FM Studios thanks to the generous support of our Patreons and listeners.
0: Our website is The Sprocket Podcast dot com
1: email to the sprocket podcast at gmail.com
0: call or text to 503-847-9774
1: twitter and the instagrams at sprocket podcast
0: thanks to ryan j lane for our theme music hurt
1: bird for our headline sounder
0: marcus norman for graphic design
1: and thanks to our sustaining donors shadowfoot wayne norman eric iverson
0: cameron lead and richard wazinski tim mooney
1: Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss.
0: Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler.
1: Whoops, I just ran right into that. Dave knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley.
0: Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom.
1: Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna.
0: I'll be home soon, Andre Johnson, King of G- Vision, Richard
1: G., Guthrie Straw, what? What? That's me. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons, and founder of the Regrainery.
0: Campsite, Mac nurse David, Nathan polton
1: Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy.
0: Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman.
1: Harry Hugel, E.J. Finnerin, Rad Hipwell. Thomas
0: Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom.
1: Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam.
0: Jason alfenberg Microcosm Publishing, David Moore.
1: Odd Grosbeck, Chris Barron. Chris, Chris Barron. Barron. Chris Barron. Barron.
0: John Baird, Simon Gregory Braithwaite,
1: Ryan Morrow, Dude Luna, Matthew Rokes,
0: oh. Marshall. Oh, <coughs> I'm off my game. Marshall, Paula at Funataki Cyclecraft,
1: Philip M. Spartandale, no relation.
0: Mister T, who never really left Bike Initiative Q and A. Sarah G.
1: Adam D. Go dig a hole. Thanks for the sticker, Beth Hammond,
0: Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez.
1: Oh, so isaac m
0: welcome to the fold and all of our former donors who helped us get this
1: far now brush your teeth and go to bed (laughs) it's edit time brock ta-da um
0: you got your work cut out for you this week
1: uh, he does